Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Jalen Rose, I'm David Jacoby. We are Jalen and Jacoby. What is it what that up, we do? Boss up and get the people! What they want! Welcome to Jalen and Jacoby. Jalen Anthony Rose, LeBron James had a great game last night. Scored 38, dunked on Kevin Love. But guess what? We're not starting with him because the Lakers are barely, barely, barely in the play. And we're going to start with... A Western Conference game that came down to the last second. Timberwolves, Mavs, Luka drives and gets a bucket. And then Luka kicks to the corner. Benny Smith gets a big bucket. And after some weird Pat Beverly free throw stuff, the Mavs pull away. That Reggie Bullock three from the corner was a big shot as well. Jalen, this was a collective effort, but of course with the Mavs, it all starts with Luka Doncic, doesn't it? It definitely does, and as we talk about the Mavs and Luka's greatness, I want to just acknowledge something. Patrick Beverly, I appreciate the fact that he's an irritant, a seasoned veteran, and he's going to make your best player work on a nightly basis. And I also applaud Luka for acknowledging to himself that he's going to stop barking at the officials and Mm. do what he can to eliminate the text from his game. He already has 16. Mavs are ascending in the playoffs. They are top four or five seed. And the Timberwolves, who have been terrific since the All-Star break. And so to watch these two teams play, who many don't consider contenders, but legit playoff teams, was a great regular season game. It really was, and you mentioned Pat Bev, and as Pat Bev always does, he's just an irritant. He's so annoying. Even to watch, he makes me upset, and he did everything he could against Luka. So after this, he pulls up and hits a three after the steal. He's pushing Luka around, and the thing he did that really made me upset was after the game was over, after the Timberwolves <laughs> lose the game, he has to go and steal the ball from Luka when there's a dead ball at the end of the game. So there's levels to trash talk and being an irritant too. And so Luca, and I'm pretty sure hindsight is 2020. When you irritate me, Jacoby, and you invade my personal space, and I can smell your breath, and also a little bit of your spit might be getting on me a little bit, that ain't the time to smack me on the butt. I'm not having that. I would have tried to like break his wrist, literally by like like trying to swat it away and grapple it away. And I'm not giving you a high five during that period of time as well. And so what may be interesting is if these two teams end up playing one another in the playoffs. D'Angelo Russell had a good game. So did Carl Anthony Towns. However, this is all about the Mavs again. And Luka being able to lift this team since they added Spencer Dinwiddie to be one of the best teams in the NBA since All-Star break. 
Carl Anthony Towns did have a decent game, but I really appreciated the way Dwight Powell and this whole team tried to limit him because he didn't put up 60 on him. You know, he had 22. He didn't shoot that great from the floor night. And I thought Dwight Powell in particular did a great job on both ends of the floor. It's a team effort against Towns because Dwight Powell's not going to stop him by himself. But also, this dude was eight for eight from the floor. And a lot, it's not like he was like isoing guys and going past them. You'll see a lot of his buckets were just, thank you very much for giving me a dunk. But Dwight Powell did a great job on both ends of the floor. And if they're going to be successful, they're going to need him because they no longer have Chris Tapps, Porzingis, Manning, the middle. Jalen, let's move on to LeBron James. Everyone's talking about him. In Cleveland, he always has a big game. And last night was no different. 38 points, 11 rebounds, and 12 assists from King James. Jalen, what do you think? Well, the Cavs who ascended and and outplay expectations so very early in the season have dealt with some injuries, in particular to Jared Allen. And all of a sudden, they're slowly starting to come back to the pack in the Eastern Conference, but J.B. Bickerstaff has done a terrific job with that squad. And shout to Darius Garland, who has 17 assists. But LeBron, again, returning to Ohio is going to make sure that he put the smack down against the Cavs every chance that he gets. And not only with the triple-double, but also with the showmanship, with the flair, and for Kevin Love, with the dunk. Now, (laughs) for somebody who played four years of high school, three years of college, and 13 years in the NBA, this is one of the reasons why I'm not trying to take a charge. But also, my court sense respectfully understood that either I got to get higher or (laughs) get lower. He didn't do either, but I will say this. LeBron didn't jump over him. You know what this reminds me of? Blake Griffin at the dunk contest. When he kind of jumped over the car is what people say. But Mm -hmm. yeah, he lands on the car. It's not like Hook Mitchell in the Bay Area who jumped over the car or Sean Kemp in BC Camp in Rensselaer, Indiana jumping over the car. But again, it's great theater for LeBron, who's invited to Kevin Love's wedding, probably uninvited at this point. Well, Jalen, I, as you, will not celebrate this as him dunking on Kevin Love. It's time for Negative Jacoby. Jalen, there was tweets back and forth after it where Kevin Love says he's not talking to LeBron for 48 hours. LeBron says he regrets that it was Kevin Love there. LeBron said he's still hoping to get invited to the wedding. Let me say this. This was not him dunking on Kevin Love. This was not even close to a poster dunk. Kevin Love was barely taking a charge. Halfway through when he saw what was happening, he kind of got out the way, didn't even try to take a charge. It was a great dunk from LeBron, bro LeBron. It was athletic. He got up high. If you catch the right angle, it looks pretty bad for Kevin Love. But negative Jacoby does not even consider this one of LeBron James' top 15 dunks of his career. This is not even close to some of his best posters of his career. This is not a poster. Look at Kevin Love, trying to take a charge, moves out of the way. If he doesn't fall over, no one even cares about this. That's really the problem with this whole highlight. But Jalen, when you look back at some of LeBron James' best dunks, they look a lot better than this one. Let's, 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 go, let's take a walk down memory lane and have you talk about some of these great LeBron dunks that are actually posters where he actually let's dunks on somebody. Absolutely. I know Jason Terry's going to be in there for oh, show. Yeah. You know, Tim Duncan, you know, he didn't really jump, but now that one was nasty, except nobody yeah. contested it. But again, if you notice, LeBron liked that one leg 
off the left. There's Jason Jumping Terry. over. Oh, Jason Terry, watch out. He has to live with that for the rest of his life. <laughs> now, that was nasty. Now, that's dunk on. And, again, if you look at the LeBron, Kevin Love, to, to kind of accentuate your point, Kevin Love is standing this way, right? LeBron's right knee goes past this shoulder. Mm-hmm. Just think about that. Let's let you know these. He go, his right knee go past. But it's still a great dunk for somebody in their 30s. At 37 years of age, and it continues to add to the narrative of LeBron James still being competitive, even though his team isn't a contending one. That's what I appreciate. LeBron has found new motivation for this year. He's even come out and said that this is the most fun that he's having. Don't believe that. The most fun he was having was when he was talking about not five, not six, not seven. That's the most fun. Fun he was having. Or when he went to Cleveland and all of a sudden returns and they win the championship. That was the most fun. Now he realizes I'm box office. I'm in the GOAT conversation. I have a chance to be the NBA's all-time leading scorer. I love the game. The fans are here to watch me perform. And I'm still going to put on a show, even though the Lakers ain't winning the championship this year. I admire that. Yeah, some tells me he had a lot more fun raising the Larry O'Brien trophy in the finals MVP when the confetti fell down and he brought he brought his first championship to Cleveland and he won the bubble championship. Some tells me that's a little bit more fun than barely making the play-in while leading the league in scoring. Shout out to LeBron for leading the league in scoring. Some tells me he's going to take that home by the end of the season as well. Let's move on to the NFL. Seems like every day we have a new quarterback in a new situation, and yesterday was no different. Matt Ryan has been traded to the Colts for a third-round pick. Jalen, the Falcons are taking on an enormous $40.5 million dead cap hit just to not have Matt Ryan as their quarterback. What do you think about the fit of Matt Ryan and Indy? So, for whatever it's worth, he's trending towards being a Hall of Fame player. He's the greatest quarterback in the history of the Falcons. Once they made the Super Bowl and lost to Tom Brady on and the Patriots with that epic comeback, they've been kind of dismantling this team. And then Mm. when they lost their run game, and then when you lose Julio, it lets you know that they're turning the page. So really for me, this just is a graduation of that. You don't want to have Matt Ryan with that high cap number playing on a team that's not going to make the playoffs if you're the Falcons. It seems like they got low compensation for a starting quarterback in return from the Colts who now need a quarterback, but shout to the Colts who continue to reinvent themselves with older quarterbacks each year. That's not really going to get you to the solution, and that's winning the AFC, but at least it aids the talent you have around you, and particularly you want to protect your all-pro running back, Jonathan Taylor, who's been terrific, and now for the Falcons who add Marcus Mariota on a two-year contract, it's just continual musical chairs from players that were in the NFC as the quarterback, now they're migrating to the AFC. And Matt Ryan is another example of that. I feel like a lot of front offices just saw what the Rams did, going all in, taking a quarterback from a distressed situation, a veteran quarterback that's got Hall of Fame numbers like Matt Stafford. This was Matt Ryan going to Indy. Hopefully for Indianapolis, it'll have the same results. Jalen, it's time for what I really wanted to talk about all segment long, news that matters. Jalen, 
There are a lot of things that are just facts of life. Death, taxes, and you don't want to be on the wrong end of a Pusha T diss track. And guess who Pusha T had in his sights yesterday? He released a McDonald's filet of fish diss track on behalf of Arby's. There is some history to this. Pusha T claims that he wrote the I'm Loving It jingle. There's a lot of people that say that other people wrote it. Regardless, that's how Pusha T feels. And he took out those emotions all on the filet of fish. Jalen, I didn't even want an Arby's sandwich, let alone an Arby's fish sandwich until yesterday. Has this changed your mind about the filet of fish It has not actually. Oh. But Pusha T, you don't want to be on the wrong side of one of his diss tracks. Because here's the thing. We're going to... I've eaten a lot more McDonald's than I'd have Arby's. So I believe now that Pusha T is an endorser, they smartly hope to recruit people like me to now want to try that fish sandwich. And because they have Pusha T as an endorser, I will. But I also am, in, am the guy that heard Pusha T do the jingle. Da, 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 da. I'm loving it. And so what I like is these people who have legacy partners, you see it a lot of times with insurance companies or phone companies, when they get hired to work for the competitor and then they do something to diss the former boss. I'm not mad at this at all. This is gonna open up Pandora's box. Cause you know what McDonald's now gotta do? They gotta open up the checkbook and go get somebody to respond to the district. You're not, this is they great. gotta get somebody love, to respond I to the love, This should be in all industries. I want Jeep <laughs> to come out with a diss track against Ford. Like I want, I want it all to happen. I want every rival company to start doing hip hop diss tracks to each other in the vein of this one. I love everything about this, and I want more and more and more. Shout out to Pusha T and Arby's. I very rarely try Arby's. Matter of fact, I think we tried it once for this show. I probably had it four times in my life. There's gonna be five because I'm trying that spicy fish sandwich. Jalen, who is joining us right after this very short break? Not only is this gentleman a terrific young man, but an amazing basketball player. Hansel Emanuel is joining Jalen and Jacoby for the exclusive interview next. Jalen and Jacoby is brought to you by Jardians. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Coming to you live from the seaport here in New York City and brought to you by Chase. Welcome back to Jalen and Jacoby. We always say we give the people what they want. And 
The people want Hansel, Emmanuel, Donato, Dominguez, and he joins us right now. Hansel, thank you so much for taking the time to join us on Jalen and Jacoby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no problem, no problem. How you doing, guys? Good morning. We're doing great. We're doing great. Now, you have blown up on social media because of all of your highlights. What did it feel like when you first started getting popular? I don't know say that English, but it's all over. It's okay. It's in Yo me siento bien orgulloso con el social media, con lo que está pasando toda mi carrera ahora mismo y todo lo que estoy viviendo conmigo, mi familia y todo lo que está pasando hacia mí y todo lo que estoy progresando y dándole gracias a Dios por todo y seguir hacia adelante y seguir trabajando. What players in the NBA do you mirror your game after? KD. KD? K yeah, yeah, yeah. Me gusta KD. Me gusta todo con lo, lo que él hace. Lo admiro mucho, ¿sabes? Y me gusta su juego, su forma. Y muchísimas cosas más. Hansel, what was it like for you falling in love with basketball and people seeing you and trying to underestimate that you have game. You're a bucket now and everybody understands because we see your highlights. But talk to us about what it was like when you first started to play basketball. Desde que yo comencé a jugar fue un poco bien difícil en realidad porque no era la misma confianza hacia mí mismo y hasta que Dios comenzó a darme la fuerza y todo eso y seguí hacia adelante y con el apoyo de mi familia y seguí luchando hasta hoy en día donde estamos y, y nada y gracias a Dios estamos aquí dándole gracias a Dios y seguí hacia adelante, seguí trabajando al próximo nivel. What are you looking for in a college? Where, what, do you, what do you want when you go to college and play basketball? En realidad yo no, no busco algo así específico, solo busco como, como yo llegué aquí cuando llegué a los Estados Unidos, llegar y comerme a todo el mundo, comerme a la liga y demostrar que sí se puede. Esa es la mentalidad de ahora mismo, desde como cuando yo llegué aquí, con la misma hambre que llegué aquí, el mismo sueño. Hansel, you inspire so many people. What has it been like for you as you've become not only an internet cessation but a terrific basketball player? What has it been like for you to inspire others? Eh, es una cosa bien grande. Me siento bien orgulloso con eso porque muchísima gente también me inspiraban. Cada persona que yo veía me inspiraba cada día más. Como mi papá, muchísimos jugadores más que yo veía alrededor mío. Y yo de eso me ponía en mi mente, si ellos pueden, yo también puedo. Y yo puedo hacerlo mucho mejor y seguir luchando. Y mira, gracias a Dios, donde estamos, gracias a Dios. When you play basketball pickup and people see that you have one arm, do they try to make you go left? And do you take advantage of that? En realidad, yo no me enfoco en eso, va a ser el juego, like, de lo que la gente y, y todo eso solo 
me enfoco en el juego para seguir concentrado y ganar y demostrar que yo tengo el nivel y que si se puede seguir jugando. Hansel, you like to trash talk. I noticed that. So what was it like for you when people talk trash back at you? So I like that because like, <laughs> eh, eh, sabe, una energía bien dura en el juego que me gusta ser cuando la persona llega a ese tipo de momento y ahí me sube mala energía y ahí es que yo vengo mucho más al juego. We will be rooting for you wherever college you go to. You're always welcome to come back on Jalen and Jacoby. Thank you so much for taking the time to join us. Yeah, 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 no problem. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks for a lot. Thanks a lot. And feel free when you decide to pick your college, you can do it right here if you choose. We're your, we're your home. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Thank Thanks you. a lot. Thank you so much. We'll be right back with more on Jalen and Jacoby right after this. Huge doubleheader Wednesday night on ESPN. Can't wait for this one, starting with the Nets taking on John Morant and the Grizzlies at 7.30 in the nightcap. The MVP candidate, Joel Embiid and the 76ers, take on LeBron James, who wants the scoring title, and the Lakers. That's at 10 p.m. Can't wait for that one Wednesday night on ESPN. Welcome back to Jalen and Jacoby. Jalen Rose, when Jameis Winston gets hungry and he can't find crab legs, he just eats W's. He just eats all the W's <laughs> that he can find. There he is eating W's when he was the starting quarterback for the Buccaneers. Obviously, now that is Tom Brady. Jameis has had a stint with the Saints. That stint will be extended. He signed a two-year deal to be the starting quarterback for the Saints. Will he be able to eat W's in a Saints uniform this year? <laughs> I'm as happy as anyone to see Jameis go from the Bucs to the Saints, have a winning record as a starter, and get an opportunity to do so again. He played really well. They won't have Sean Payton. Will they have Michael Thomas? We know Kamara, when he's healthy, is one of the better backs in the league. But I will say, for the quarterback that's going to touch the football, basically every possession, homie need to sign a deal with hand sanitizer. Ain't nobody trying to be shaking <laughs> your hand and touching the football, man, after you done licked your fingers 15, 16 different times like you just had some ribs that's falling off the bone. Well, Jalen, sometimes on this program we like to shine a spotlight on things that we think are being undercovered by the sports media, and we want to do that every single day moving forward until the Brittany Griner situation is resolved. Why was this so important to you? Well, I want to highlight the fact that sports is a male-dominated industry, and Brittany Griner has not only established herself as one of the best players in the WNBA, but a champion. And we know that she has some transgressions of what she was trying to take in her bag. However, she's been detained for an extremely long time in a different country. And I'm disappointed that the local media is ignoring that. If this was Joel Embiid or the Joker, we'd be talking about this every day. So Jalen and Jacoby, a small way to pay homage to Brittany Griner, is to make sure we acknowledge her situation each day, in particular till she comes home. We'll be back tomorrow, ESPN 2, 4 o'clock. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. 
Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We always say we give the people what they want. Part of that is podcast exclusive content for our podcast listeners. Jalen, there is something that we didn't get to get to during the television program I wanted to discuss with you, which isn't exactly surprising, especially for those that listen to Jalen and Jacoby. Zion Williamson not expected to return this season. The Pelicans are not out of a chase for the play-in. They're about three games behind the Lakers, but they have a favorable schedule comparison to the Lakers schedule, which is a lot of playoff teams. Jalen, what do you think about Zion not expected back this season? What does that mean for him next season? What does that mean for his relationship with the Pelicans? No surprises. In 3-2-1, I think you're going to hear in the offseason some of the mumbles that you've already heard and that's going to be is Zion going to be with the Pelicans long term I believe if I'm Zion I really examine the situation that drafted me get myself in the best shape of my career and go out and be dominant with a team that has Brandon Ingram that just added CJ McCollum like if they were healthy we're talking about a team now vying for a playing spot, even though they were 10 or 11. But you at Zion, you can't tell me they won't be just as good as Minnesota or Dallas. I believe that. He was a 27, 28-point scorer on 60% shooting. All he has to do is be healthy. And I think if he is, not only will they be what I said in the standings, but also, that's how he gets top dollar. If you look at Luka, signs an extension for a reason. Not only is he happy there, they can pay him more money. Same with Trey Young in Atlanta. I'm going to anticipate the same thing for Ja Morant, if it hasn't already happened. And so, you now cost yourself money as well from your rookie deal if it doesn't work out with the Pelicans. So I just hope he can get healthy and give them a full season with CJ on the squad and see what they're able to do. Yeah, I mean, if you remember last year, we always think about him being injured. You know, we track these injured in high school, injured in college, injured in summer league, injured in league. But he did play 68 games last year. Like, that's a, that's, a, that's a sizable number. You know, that's comparable to a lot of stars that played this year. But that offseason foot surgery, didn't tell the team about it. Obviously, there were complications. There's been difficulty. He was in New Orleans, then he was in Portland, now he's back in New Orleans. It's one of those things where you just really, really want to see him healthy and back on the court because he's so exciting when he is. And the Pelicans have put together something. C.J. McCollum, Herb Jones has been fantastic. He's probably one of the top 10 rookies for sure. And what they've put together there, I think, would be really interesting. But they're definitely missing a Zion piece. Valanciunas is playing well. Brandon Ingram, of course. They're missing the Zion piece to round out that starting five. I think if Zion plays next year, they're definitely a playoff team. And not a play-in team, like an actual playoff team. But we'll have to wait and see for that. Jalen, here's something I want to update on daily. I thought it was really intelligent and thoughtful of you. You really have a nose for the game of sports media, just like you have a nose for the game of basketball. You've probably spent more time in sports media than you did in the NBA, now that I think about it. But you, you see the Brittany Griner thing is being underreported. So you say, daily, we're going to check in on it. I also want to check in on something, not daily, but every two, two days. Because you said that you'd be shocked if the Celtics won the Eastern Conference. 
right? Shocked. So I want to just check in on your shock level. Like right now, zero to a hundred percent. How shocked would you be if the Celtics won the Eastern Conference? So here's where you become a victim of your own greatness, right? <laughs> I love this. I love so this. So I can encourage Giannis to stay and re-sign when the rest of the world is telling him to leave. I told him to leave. And then I Giannis can go on to win the championship. Yep. He can go on to win the championship. If this year I don't pick them to win it all, people are gonna say I'm hating on Giannis and I'm hating on the Bucks. That's just how this game has worked, for whatever mm-hmm. it's worth. People are so prisoners of the moment. With the Boston Celtics, the exact same thing. I remember standing on the court. You ready for this? While the Celtics were playing and saying, if they traded Jalen Brown, that would be the dumbest thing in the history of their franchise. Yep. And I, at I that saw time, people was looking at me like I was crazy. I was like, it's Dan Devine. I want to say if I'm wrong about the name, I'm so sorry. But um, I saw a video yesterday, somebody unearthed from Countdown. I think I retweeted it even. Of, you know, Jalen Rose was the only one who on national TV that said, like, they should never trade. Uh, they should never break up Tatum and Brown. You never. don't do that. And so I, I want to I drill down on that a little more. That's one of the more dumb things that I've heard in the NBA. And the reason why is they're both so young and showing so much promise so early. Why would you suggest giving up on that? Just look at their journey. They've played with Isaiah Thomas as their point guard. Kyrie Irving, Dennis Schroeder. That means that spot has been rotating. Don't forget Kimba. And then Kimba also. And Kimba. Up front, Horford is coming gone. Remember we had some Tice years for a while there. Brad Stevens was the coach. Now he's in the front office. Like they've, while they've made some changes, they've also done some shifting. And as I looked at that, I was like the anchors and the constants have to be Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. When Paul Pierce worked for ESPN, every time the Celtics played, we would debate who we would take between Tatum and Brown. And we both realized something. Each of them are special because while they're so alike, they're so very different. So really it's about an acquired taste. But either way, it's even foolish to suggest breaking them up or trading them. And so as you ask me, can they now win the East? That's a whole different conversation that to me minimizes the Milwaukee Bucks who have Giannis, Bobby Portis, Serge Ibaka, and they're gonna get Brooke Lopez back up front. I think that's too much for the Celtics. I think it's Mm -hmm. too much height. I think it's too much bulk. I think it's too much uh, productivity for the bigs that they're gonna play against. Williams just had his career high off the bench. 20 and 10. And Time Lord in the starting lineup has done an amazing job contesting and blocking shots. And I love the toughness and the ball handling and the playmaking in particular, passing more so of Marcus Smart. But I do think they're a little thin as it relates to depth. And so I still will be surprised if they won the East. To answer your question, I would say I would give them 
a 45% chance. Of winning the East? No, I'm saying how shocked are you, 0 to 100? Because that's a huge number, oh, 45 is like, that that's, I... like what, that's like what the Suns have of winning the West, you know what I mean? Okay, so on a scale of 1 to 100, how shocked, how would, shocked I would I think? Yeah, so 100 I think this... being... 100 being like it's a it's it's uh you know it's the Hornets winning the East. W- one being okay. it's the Bucks winning the East. So I gave him a, a puncher's chance, 50-50. Okay. Um, I give him a puncher's chance, but I respect like, the journey and I also understand the teams they got to go against. Yeah, the, the thing about the Celtics, which has been so interesting to me, is it seems like if you checked in every two weeks, they just keep playing better and better, especially defensively. It just seems like every two weeks they play better than the last two weeks and better than the last two weeks and better than the last two weeks. And they're really rounding in the form as we hit the playoffs. And the Bucks have already returned Brooke Lopez. Something interesting happened that we didn't get to in the show. Um, a couple games that we didn't get to, really. Um, I saw the Heat-Sixers game. I was like, all right, that's what I'm doing tonight. I'm telling my wife I can't watch the shows with her. Like, this is it. I'm going to lock in and watch this. And then I saw the tweet that neither Embiid or James Harden will be playing in the game. Neither of them. Now, I thought they would stagger their rest. We all know that it could be them just trying to jockey to get away from the one or the two seed, trying to avoid the Nets and guarantee yourself you're not playing the Nets if you're in the three seed. And that's all well and good. But they didn't play Harden or Embiid. And I'm looking at my phone, checking on the on the on the on the games. And I'm like, wait a second, this is close. This is interesting. So then I tune in and watch the fourth quarter. And guess who? Guess who? Without Harden and Embiid, just just one guess who took over and won in that game. Maxi. Yup. Maxi. He been balling since they added Harden. But I, I have to say this. Um. I'll never be comfortable with players punting on opportunities to play NBA games when they're healthy. I'll, I'll never be comfortable with that. And especially when you're going against a team that you might face not only in the playoffs, but you're facing one of the best teams in your conference. Remember when team. players had pride? You remember when players had pride and Dang. wanted to show that they could play against the best teams and the best they used players. To, we used remember to say one, circle. Remember, that? remember we used to say circle a game on the calendar. You can circle the biggest games. Like oh, I missed that one. James Harden went to Miami to play against the Heat. Ended up in street clothes. It was a back to back. He played the front end of the back to back, huh? So you, if you looked at that back to back and said, "I'm gonna play one of these games," why not play the one against the number one team in the conference? And then next time Miami That's comes around. Right. Next time Miami comes around, guess who's not playing? James Harden. So James Harden's been on the Sixers for probably, what, 12 games? I don't know, 10 games? No idea what the real number is. But two of those games <laughs> were against the Heat, and two of those games he was in street clothes. I mean, it's almost like Doc is doing so it intentionally also, but, not but to show his on, hand. But hold on, hold on. But hit the brakes for a second. So he dogged it nine games with the Rockets and forced a trade. Hmm? He forced a trade to the Nets. Let's not act like he played every game with the Nets because he didn't. He had games where he missed managing his hamstring. We can't necessarily challenge that because he did get injured in the playoffs last year. But here's what I will challenge. He missed a game saying he had a sore hand. Yeah. I think when he played Toronto. with the Nets. I think it was against Toronto. It was hamstring so to like, hand. And I thought they re- mispronounced it. I was like, hey, did they say hand? And so, le- so let's just acknowledge the full um, season. 
So now you get traded to the Sixers, and you're so very excited. Like, being with the Sixers means so much to you that you ain't even played 20 games and you're already missing games. So, mm-hmm. like, when, when, y'all hear, when y'all hear players talking about my era, this is exactly what they mean. You know that, right? And this, like, this, it can't be a more shining example of Joel Embiid missing a game against the Heat who have Bam out of bio versus going against the Lakers on national TV with LeBron playing center. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm just I'm looking up the Sixers schedule here to see when the next game is. Next game is Wednesday night, so they have a day off tomorrow. And I felt bad for somebody watching that game. I felt really bad for them. Because, you know, you know I'm a pickup basketball player, a rec league player, right? And I've just seen my game deteriorate Legend. rapidly, rapidly over the past, like, four or five years. <laughs> rapidly. Like, dog, I can't. Like, I, it's just <laughs> falling apart. Like, the wheels are falling off the car. Like, I can barely move. I'm watching DeAndre Jordan, and I'm like, this, is, this ain't fair, y'all. They're just putting him in pick and rolls, and, like, he, he, I guess the scheme is for him to hedge. But it takes him so long to step out to get in the guard's way that they just throw a lob right over his head and it's a bam dunk. Like, and they, like, and he, everyone's just looking around. They did like three straight times and Doc had to call a timeout. And I'm looking at DeAndre Jordan, just watching him run up and down the court. Like the rebound goes over his head. Then he kind of doesn't even move to get it. And like, I, I know all of those tendencies, DeAndre, and I feel for you, man. I, I sympathize for you. There's something about watching a player who's so athletic and one of the most exciting athletic talents on the planet, someone who's sort of position-defining at their peak. Remember, he got held hostage in his own home because they thought he was going to go to Houston, and the Clippers had to fly out with all the emojis flying back and forth. Like, he was that effective of a player. And to see him last night, I don't know if it, because, you know, whether Embiid wasn't playing or whatever it was, to see him last night during that, that string of possessions, it's just like, oh, man, DeAndre, I feel for you, my guy. I feel for you. I think that he might not be in the league next year, Jalen Anthony Rose. I think he might not. I, uh, I think he'll have a job next year because Assistant I coach. said this multiple times. If you can run, jump, dunk, and chew gum, and you're seven foot tall, you can have a job in the NBA. Just about for you. Like, look deep. If you if you look deeper into NBA rosters, it's like looking at backup and second, third string quarterbacks in the NFL. It's like, oh, okay. I didn't know he was in the league. Got mm-hmm. it. You know what I mean? Except in the in the NFL, they're second and third string quarterbacks. If you put them up on the Zoom, they all look alike. In one way, shape, or form. But that's another subject for another day. With that being said, DeAndre, I agree with you. Did you see that pass against the Lakers that that, that led to him being ousted? No. Did you see that pass? You know what? That wasn't his fault. I'm going to say forever that wasn't his fault. If he got (laughs) the rebound, dog, he got the the rebound. You see DeAndre Jordan get a rebound and you're a guard on the Lakers. What are you supposed to do? They all just took off. Everybody just took off. Everybody else is like, let, oh, somebody. Let him let. bring the ball up, dog. They let him bring the ball up. That's not that's not his fault. That is not his fault. That's like asking my son. He can That's like asking stop. my son to, like, to interpret Chinese. Like, that's not what he does. You know what I mean? He doesn't speak Chinese. DeAndre <laughs> Jordan doesn't bring the ball up and make decisions in transition. That's not what he does. Of course he failed at it. They set him up for failure. That was a setup. That was a setup. That was sabotage from the inside. <laughs> I love you, DeAndre. 
I'm sorry to see you looking like this. <laughs> but you know what? He might have a job next year. And every, for all accounts, uh, for all, everything you hear is like he's a great guy. He's great for the locker room. Great at nurturing young people. So he could have that like Udonis Has- Haslam role in the future. Um, something we, need, we didn't discuss that we need to discuss. Um, the Athletic put out in Urban Meyer... Um, sort of recap slash with some new information about his stint in, in Jacksonville. Not the most flattering profile of his time in Jacksonville, as you can imagine. It was behind a paywall. I don't like paywalls, so if, if you send me a New York Times link or an athletic link, I, I, I ain't reading the whole thing. But I did see some highlights from it. And apparently, before they played the Rams, he said, who is number nine? Who's this number 99 guy? And, of course, number 99 is Aaron Donald on the Rams. Now, I take everything with a grain of salt, especially when it's probably coming from an ex-employee who no longer is employed with the Jaguars and had probably had tension with Urban Meyer and wants to say the, the meanest things possible that they possibly can. I'm sure if you talk to a bunch of people that I used to work with, they can say mean things too. But um, did, you, did you find it humorous, concerning, humorous or concerning that he didn't know who Aaron Donald was, allegedly? I think it's concerning because even working in the media and being a former great collegiate coach and a champion, you would just think by osmosis, he will understand who the best players in the NFL are. Mm-hmm. Right? Just, 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 just by, you know, being around football. And then let's take it a step further. He was working in the media preparing to go work for an NFL team, which also gave him a runway to learn more about the league. Mm-hmm. That's what makes it doubly worse. And then number three, just being a fan of the game. You should know who <laughs> Debo Samuels is. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, he's you know the best I mean? like, player in the league. You should probably just know. Like, I think my wife might know who Aaron Donald is because she watched the Super Bowl. Correct. And also, it's not That's like Aaron point. Donald didn't play college football. Like, he played at University of Pittsburgh Wall. Urban Meyer was, they didn't play each other, but you could still like hear about some kid named Aaron Donald who's playing well. You know what I mean? Like all of it is very concerning, but who knows whether or not that's true, but I find it very interesting. Um, Keep getting them checks, Urban Meyer. Just know, Jacoby, we got a date to go to Urban's pub house. Or Pine House. Oh, pub. Yeah, yeah, the Pine House. Yeah. We'll do it. We'll go there. It's in Columbus. We'll go there for a, a Michigan Ohio State basketball game. You know, we'll go. We'll go then. Yes. And we'll pregame at the yes. Urban Myers Pint House. It's a chain. There's a few of them. We'll go to the Pint House. Or a football game. I think the football. I think we play at Ohio State this year. As a matter of fact. I don't want to go into Michigan gear to the football game. They're down to 35 at halftime, and we sneak out through the tunnel. You know what I mean? Like I'm not trying to be a part of that, dog. Like nah, nah. Who's your college football team? I don't have a college football team. Are you crazy? Michigan. Michigan's my college football team. <laughs> Hell to the victors. What makes I mean, you think we're going to be down 35 to Ohio State? We just beat them this past year. Do you need me to pull up the, the history between these two franchises? You went, 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 well, they beat us 20 in the last 23, but I don't remember that. That's what I'm saying. No, no, here's what you need to go with. This is what I always go with when, when my friends get in this debate. I got, about I got something concu- like this. I'm concussed. No, no, no. Championship belt. We got the belt. We got the championship belt. I don't know. I, I don't know what happened in the past, exactly. but I know that we're wearing the belt. There's a belt around my waist. There's no exactly. belt around Buckeye's waist. Like, we got to wait. Does exactly. Michigan have, like, an actual mascot? You'll have, like, someone dressed up as a as a a, uh, a Wolverine running around the, the stadium? I Not seen really. It. Not really, not really. Let me look this we up. Got, we got real money. We got we got airplanes and we got all types of 
Interesting. Bells and whistles that's happening before the game. Interesting. So there is no. I'm gonna I'm look this up. Michigan mascot. What do you write though? Because I, I don't really remember seeing. What is Michigan's mascot? No, it's gonna say. Michigan it's gonna doesn't say have a mascot. We have a. We have a band that's awesome. Got a chance to kick it great with them band. during the NCAA oh, tournament game. What we is have this? A great fight song. Oh One no! One of the most historic of all time. This must have been short-lived. I'm looking at a picture of something that, that, that ain't right. This can't be real. He got blue face. Oh no. No, I can see why this I can see why this didn't stick. I can see why this didn't stick. Uh, old that, school Michigan. Oh really? What years was that? It, it looks kind of up to date. I'll send you a picture of it, but dog, it's not. It's it's not. I can understand why this is one a failed a failed mission if this is what they're trying to do. Cause that ain't it. Well, Michigan does have a game on Thursday, Mr. Rose. Where's that game being played? I'll be there. Where's that game being gonna, played? Gonna slide through Dallas. Guess, 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 in San Antonio. And for those clearly that's in Texas, guess who lives in Texas? Ray, Ray and Jimmy. Jimmy lives in Texas no too? No doubt about it. Yup, in oh. Dallas. He back there with his parents, spending time with them. So, absolutely, I'll be at the game. That's exciting. Because uh, we get, you know, your schedule, and it was like, we don't know about the end of the week. I was like, I know about the end of the week. I know where Mr. Rose is going to be at the end of the week. And I'm sure you booked your hotel for three nights or two nights. Because you I know, did. You, you, until yeah, Sunday. You have you been doing some scouting on Villanova? You want a group text? <laughs> we, 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 I have. Talking to, you've been talking about Villanova? I, what, I, what I, it, I, I know, yeah. I know way more about the end workings of these collegiate basketball games and teams that I discuss. What but I will about say Villanova? this. Versatile bigs, man. Like, like they're going to play physical. And I mean, like, offensive rebound, defensive rebound, guarding the post contesting shots, holding position, like some of the things that that I call at the bottom of the box score. Mm. But then they have bigs that also make threes. And so that's, to me, what we have to make sure that we're, we're, we're meeting their physicality. And the one thing I like about this team is built for the tournament. Like I said yesterday, most teams play five around the basket or four around the paint. Michigan plays three out and two in a lot. A lot of high-low with Diabaste mm -hmm. and Hunter and or vice versa. So I think that balance and playing in a phone booth along with what Villanova likes to do, and they obviously have point guard have the back-to-back -back conference player of the year Colin in their conference. Um, yes, indeed, who, who, who's been a baller. But, again, Jay Wright is an amazing coach, a champion. He's shown that his players and his teams continue to improve as the season progresses. It's going to be a big-time game. But I am packing some scissors in my coat just in case somebody need one after this weekend. Oh, oh, okay. I love that. I love that. And you know what? Don't even need a ladder. You can just, you can just pick them up on your shoulders, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like you hold so many people on your shoulders proverbially. You can do it literally as they cut down the nets, hopefully, in Dallas. <laughs> Looking forward to that. We'll preview that one on Thursday. And we always say we give the people what they want. Part of that is doing podcasts, voicemails. If you call 985-80-JALEN, 
you can leave us a voicemail and we'll put it on the show just like this. Just like this. Yo, 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 Uncle Jalen, Uncle Jacoby, it's Gabe calling in from NorCal. You know what I'm saying? Shout out Ray, shout out the staff. I got I got two questions. One serious, not not one not so serious. So I just got out of a three year relationship. Me and my ex just broke up like a month ago. And yesterday I found out she's already dating somebody else, you know, so whatever. I get that, it's all good. My whole thing is I'm having trouble moving on still. So how can I A get past this weird jealousy that I have and B move on? Because I wanna enjoy my life and I wanna date people. I wanna go out. I wanna do my thing, you know, I'm young, I look good, whatever, whatever. Second question for both y'all too. Out of all current NBA players right now, who do you think is most likely to have a successful coaching career in the future? I'm going to say at some capacity, Draymond Green, if he wants to. But, you know, I'm a homer. I'm from NorCal. But appreciate y'all. Shout out, Reg. Y'all been with me since high school, man. I'm 28 now. I love y'all to death. Yeah, man. Keep getting them checked. Keep giving the people what they want. And, yup, medicinal. Big shout to Gabe. He said NorCal, right? Or North Carolina or Northern California. I think he's saying North California. A lot of medicinal up there. The, 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 domestic, the domestic epicenter of medicinal. So big shout to Gabe. Yo, something just really struck my heart while he was talking. I'm 28 years old. Y'all been with me since high school. Like, this dude really rocks with us. He's been listening to us for 10 years. You got to be 18 to be in high school. Maybe 19. So, like, yo, like, he knows more about me than my best friends. Big shout to Gabe. Um, I'm going to go first one. You start thinking about the, the, the current player who's going to be a good coach. So the first thing you said, okay. so you got out of a three-year relationship, right? And you're having trouble moving on. You still feel jealous. This is all natural feelings, right? But this is what you treat it like, Gabe. You treat it like an injury. Let's imagine you break a bone, right? It hurts. It hurts the worst at first. It, it hurts. And then you got to get it set. You got to get the cast on. And then every day, you gotta get through the cast process. Then you gotta get to the rehab and do the physical therapy. And in the middle of it, the pain is there every day. Every day, it gets a little bit better. Every day, you're going through rehab. You can do a little bit more. You have a little bit more functionality. And every single day, you become a little bit normal again. And you don't feel like like it in the middle of it. But at the end of the road, you know you'll be playing pickup hoops again. You'll be moving that broken leg just like it never happened in the first place. But it doesn't feel like it when you got the cast on. It doesn't feel like it when you're in the rehab. It feels like there's no end to the pain. However, as your uncle, Jalen Jacoby, I'm here to tell you that it's not over right now. But every single day, you heal a little bit. And the pain diminishes a little bit every day, and it continues that way. Trust in me. Trust me. That is great advice, Jacoby. What up, though, Gabe? Thank you for being a supporter. We appreciate the love and the growth because we know the things that you were saying and doing as an 18-year-old high school kid are a lot more mature as a 28-year-old. Because as you know, and I say this all of the time, life changes when each of your bills are in your name. My advice, and I just heard you conquer 50% of it. You just conquer 50% of it. Through all of that, you looked in the mirror and you said, I still look good. 
<laughs> I love that part. That's I the forgot first thing that, that part. I heard. I look good. He just slide in there casually. <laughs> like, yo, I don't have that kind of confidence. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, and I look good. Like, I'm young. I look good. I look great. Like, shout out to Gabe. And Gabe, like, there's no substitute for your personal happiness. So if you feel like you're looking good and you're progressing towards your personal goals or your personal dreams, that then, you being the best version of yourself, will then hopefully put you in position if that's what you want, to have open mind, open heart, open soul, to allow somebody else to come in. Don't be guarded or jaded based on your bad situation or your situation that didn't end with the way you thought it was gonna end after three years, because that's just what happens in relationships. But here's what I'll say about her dating somebody else. That's the Kim Kardashian effect. Mm. And the reason why I say that is that means she was already talking to him, homie. I'm going to be real with you. You don't break up with Gabe on Wednesday and be dating somebody already next Wednesday. That's too fast. She was already talking to him. And usually... A lot of times when a, a couple breaks up, it don't matter which one of them break up. I think both of them possibly see it coming. And so what ends up happening is, it sounds like while you were trying to work on a relationship, she was looking for a lifeline. Mm. And when y'all broke up, she started, went from texting him saying, oh, this dude gave and all of the things she don't like about you because that's what happens. You know that, Gabe. She's telling him everything she don't like about you because in her mind, she's planting a seed with him not to do those things, but what she's going to realize, that's not going to matter because he's going to have his habits, whatever his habits are anyway. But getting back to your main point, yes, she in one way, shape, or form was already greasing the skids for that relationship. And so you move on and find your own inner peace, your own happiness, and in turn, when you're at a great space, you'll be able to find the person that you're happy with. But I gotta say one more thing. I love to hear it. Enjoy being single. Enjoy yeah, being single. Enjoy being single. Like don't, don't, don't forget about you here, Gabe. You know, all of the things that you felt like you wanted to do, but one person, and just think about this when you're in a relationship. Let me go the other way. Say you're in a relationship right now. I, I don't am. care if you're married. I don't care if I you're am. a male. I don't care if you're a female. I don't care if you're 18. I don't care if you're 28. I don't care if you're 38. I don't care if you're 58. There's only one person stopping you from going on the vacation that you really want to go on, that you have to get permission from. There's only one person stopping you from going on this girl's trip or this boy's trip or going to the strip club. There's only one person stopping you from doing that. That's your mate. Yeah. If you were single, you wouldn't have those issues, Gabe. So live your life, have a great time, and when Miss Wright shows up, you'll be ready. And 28 is peak time to be single. It's peak time to be single. Cause when you start getting to your 30s and mid 30s, it gets a little more serious when you start dating. It gets a little more serious. 28, you've got a job, 
You're not immature, just running around crazy. Like 28 is a great time to be single, Gabe. Enjoy all of it. And I've been trying to think of the current NBA player that I think would be the best coach, right? And here's my problem. I think about high IQ basketball players. Rondo, CP3, LeBron James. I don't think any of those players would make a good coach. You know why? Too mean. You know what I mean? Too much negative reinforcement. You know what I mean? Not, not positive. You know, more like, why aren't you doing this? A lot of bad body language from those guys. So I'm trying to think of a more positive influence, someone who can manage personalities, someone who's got like a calm demeanor with a high IQ that in the NBA right now. Jalen, do anybody come to mind like that? I got that? you. Oh, you got it? It's I over? got you. And they okay. all, I, I got you. You took one of mine. I was going to say Rondo. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. How about Udonis Haslam? I love it. I love. He's already a coach. Let's be honest. He's he's already an assistant coach. It's a great play. Just, great, just, great just call. Just think about it. So, so he. Yep. So he's already part of the Miami Mafia, which means he's been nurtured by Pat Riley and mm -hmm. Eric Spoelstra. Mm -hmm. He's been a champion as a player. He's been a champion getting DMPs as a quasi player coach. He still has that role, and that's what he's basically doing for the team now. When he retires. Though he probably never led the team in points, rebounds, or assists, they will retire his number. So I that's that. my answer. Udonis that's has a great it. one. Jalen Anthony Rose, that's a great call. Gabe, that was a great call from you. Um, one thing we always want to put our attention on is an innovative player presented by CarMax. And every day we're going to just talk to somebody who does things different and is innovating. And today we need to discuss friend of the show, Isaiah Thomas. Isaiah Thomas is officially a Charlotte Hornet for the rest of the season. He's averaging nine points a game quietly. That's not bad when you play 13 and a half minutes, Jalen Rose. So our innovative player of the day, presented by CarMax, is Isaiah Thomas, friend of the show, who is now officially a Charlotte Hornet, officially in the league. And some tells me, as you suggested yesterday, Jamal Crawford coming back. Who knows? Another COVID surge next year. <laughs> Jamal Crawford's back in a uniform. He's not done. He's not done. And who else is not Jacoby, done today? I got to ask you an important question before we get out of here. All right, I'm ready. Has Lance signed for the rest of the year? Yeah, two years, dog. He got a two-year. I'm going to Google did, it right now. But Lance he, got it, a two-year deal? Yeah, I'm almost positive. I'm going to Google it right now because I like to be a, a, a journalist who's accurate. But uh, yeah, I I'm just swear. trying to make sure because I'm happy for our brother Isaiah. How about he spoke into an existence on our show around 10 a.m. And then all of a sudden he was getting signed at like 12 noon that same day. Literally. Mm, I'm trying to find Lance. Lance is to a 10-day in January. I think he got a deal. You know what? No, you wouldn't have to look that much. Really? You wouldn't have to look that much. You won't have to look for Isaiah's. Lance Stevenson news, a lot of assists. Lance Stevenson's past going viral. I thought he got a deal. Yeah, you wouldn't right. have to look too much. That'll be the headline. Oh, well. Lance is going to get a deal. He deserves it. They love him so much there, and we love him here. Yeah, he does. Kobe. We'll be back tomorrow with another Dope Pod. Thank you, you, Gabe, for the, the call. Fans. We love everyone who listens to the call. Everyone listens to the pod and everybody that calls the pod. 95 Jalen, leave us a voicemail. We'll be back tomorrow. Why is that, Jalen Anthony? Rose. We appreciate the love and the continued support. We're not done. We're not done. We are not done.